Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. Coming to you on a Monday morning. Mikey Meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the parlay kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Happy Monday, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Wow, so much going on, Brother Bri. We have, uh, well, first of all, I, I assume everyone's tuned in to find out if I could hit my ninth Monday night football Ooh, pick in a row against nice. the spread. This is pretty good. I'm not That's saying I should go on The View or anything, but, you know, maybe some of the sports, I don't know. Maybe Scott Van Pelt has me on nine in a row, Harry. That's good. I That's know you're tremendous, you're right? of your stuff, too. I'll take it. I uh, had to think about I'd it. I'd rather you be on The View, though, Sal. That'd be good. All right. Well, uh, yeah. I'm, 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 you know. I love I that a, show. I had a little run in with Whoopi a few years ago, but anyway, maybe. Did she you just say that, Harry? That's pathetic. I did. I <laughs> love that show. He, he didn't have to really? say. It. Hey, Andrew Harris got eight right. He won our prop quiz contest. Extrapoints.com slash arcade. Good job by you. Wow. Eight out of 10. We're going to recap White Lotus at the end of this. White Lotus. Uh, I, I think it ended well. Didn't work out for uh, the Jets version of White Lotus. Mike White, we're going to hit that. Big news, guys. I know you know. I'm going to explain it to our masses here. I'm breaking the news. January 8th, January 9th, the Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. We're going to be there. All the extra points talent will be there on hand. It's a meet and greet. Two free events, the 8th and the 9th. We'll have an NFL Week 18 watch party from 10 a.m. to 4.30 on Sunday. And then Monday, the National Football uh, College Football Championship. I can't even speak. I'm so excited. Monday night from 5 to 8.30. Come on down. Meet the crew. There you go. And Megan Gailey will be doing stand-up comedy, I believe, Sunday the 8th. That's a ticketed event. Jimmy Kimmel Comedy Club. Check us out there. You excited, Harry? Can't wait, Sal. Can't it's gonna be wait. A, there's going to be a parlay pinata. You understand? There's going to be a pinata where people just bang on it and all parlays come out. And you, you don't have access to it, Harry. You have to back <laughs> off. You got it? That's right. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough, but I don't have access. But All right. I got show, it. I got it. Show I got some restraint. There you go. January 8th, January 9th. We'll be there in Vegas. We'll give you more details as the weeks roll on. Uh, but right now, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call Bed Aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. All right, Bri, this is me and you. There's only one. Let's take it away. Army, Navy, under 32 and a half total points. This is the Christmas stipend that the United States, no matter who's in office, lets us cash in on every December. It was looking great again. It was 10-7 in the fourth quarter. Handoff after handoff after handoff. And then it was tied. Actually, I should back up. I texted you and said, Brian, this is what, 17 in a row? And you hesitated to answer. And you're like, yeah, 17, 18. I don't even remember what you said. Like, we just have to, we have to avoid overtime. I'm like, oh, overtime. What's who cares? It's not getting overtime. And if it does, these guys can't move the ball. Well, guess what? Of course it got to overtime. 10-10. And then 
a 25-yard run on the first play, I think, for Army, and then a 25-yard pass. Where was that all day? A 25-yard pass to tie it 17-17. Disgraceful. Christmas is ruined thanks to the end of the Army-Navy game. We could not cash in on the other. So bad. So bad, Sal. I mean, you know, I give that up from my sharp tank, so I feel even worse. But, you know, it's it's 3-0. Three nothing. It's about to go to half. You get the army blocks the punt, and miraculously the kid stays in bounds. Right after he bobbles it, it you think for a mm-hmm. second I thought maybe the ball went out of bounds because at three two I'm like, all right, that's that's fine. But you know seven three, I'm like, all right, nobody still scored a touchdown, a real touchdown in the half. But it's seven three, late late third. They get that seventy something yard touchdown run. Um, but yeah, that that's exactly what happened. And it's funny, I. I certainly believe in this. I think you guys do to an extent too. Like I, I got the sense as soon as you mentioned that it was, it was probably early fourth when you said how many, how many in a row has this gone? I said 17, but I was like, we just can't get overtime. And then my biggest concern with overtime too, at that point, there was like, I think we're going to get four field goals and uh, it's going to go a fifth and it's going to nope. get to 35 points. <laughs> nope. Two first two plays. I mean, the odds of that happening, what were the odds? of a touchdown on the first Navy dropping back to pass. Oh, oh man. Even just I know. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah. That's but, uh, 50 to one. I don't know. No. I, yeah. I know. It was I, quick. I, did you feel better? Like when army scored a touchdown, I was wondering if that was better or worse at the moment, because I was like, I don't know if Navy can score a touchdown. I, mean, I know. A, Cause we needed a, a stop there. Teams. Right. Cause I yeah. figured, yeah, if you get a field goal, then we might be screwed. Listen, so, oh, the God, point God. is the, they, they made this 32 and a half and that's miserably low. They could make it 26 and a half and it would still go under. If you just go by math, the only way this loses with each possession, taking minutes off the clock, the clock keeps rolling with these runs bull. Full two wedge, full back up the middle. The only way this loses, Bry, is if there's like a 77-yard run for a touchdown, the fullback busts a long one, and there's a special teams touchdown, and it goes overtime. All three of those things have to happen for this to lose, and it did. Disgusting. And I you, just hated and, it. And you know the thing that sucks, and you even said it on the text, is like if a team gets the ball, but even though it's tied in regulation, it there has to be like five or six minutes left for a team to score, right? At the end, like yeah. to actually, because with two minutes right. left, you know, nobody's throwing, so it's over. It's, yeah, it's no one's throwing until it's overtime. <laughs> Listen, Bry, the bigger point is this game is pathetic. I mean, I like the fact that it looks cold and the saluting is great and the cannon goes off nice. These students and servicemen are a lot better than I am, fine. But the game itself is pathetic. Take that 77-yard run out, and there's less than 200 total yards. And it was not one completed pass until halfway through the fourth quarter. Wow. Come on. Admit it. Well, you hate soccer. I can't tolerate this Army Navy rugby match. What I do love, I love, well, I like it because I, I, you would bet the under. Now I don't like it anymore because right. the overhit. But I, I love the different uniforms every year. I think it's really, those, those, that's really cool of it. I will say though, one of my best friend, runs this double wing, this same offense. Um, it's about time after watch. If you watch this game, get rid of the offense now, right there. Yeah. Yeah. Enough. <laughs> well, they, I look, that, you can, um, they, these guys run it for a reason because they can't compete. I know I with the, <laughs> it's the bigger state. They, they can't compete with the real D one programs that they have to face on their schedule running like what maybe other traditional right. offenses in today's game. You can't, you can't surprise somebody with a pass like it did in overtime. No, you I, do that absolutely. Every 10 plays, you would think that, every 12, you know, uh, that they would throw 
you know, five to yeah. ten times a game. At oh, least, man, I agree with that. You could throw out of the out of that formation if uh, if you have to. I, um, yeah, I, 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 it's tough to watch. You know, football. It's kind of like uh, watching football from a time that was never really existed in football. Really, yeah, it's just nothing. Uh, but we running. didn't know, right? You know, it but, really uh, felt like Navy was setting up for their trick play, which was a pass <laughs> in the flat. That we saw in overtime. <laughs> that was it. They sped up the whole game for that. Well, we're losers again, Brother Brian. What are you going to do? Let's uh, play the music, Mikey Meatballs. When a bet makes you sick And you make the wrong pick It's a bad ache It's a bad ache It's a bad ache All right, let's get into well, NFL well, Week 14. A fun one. Not fun for us, Parley Kid and our Cowboys for most of those three hours. My God, a 16.5-point favorite. We had a comeback. We needed a 98-yard drive to win 27-23. That would have been the biggest upset since December 2020 when the Jets beat the Rams. I think the Rams were about 17-and-a-half-point favorite. We could not figure out the Davis Mills-Jeff Driscoll mystery. We couldn't do it until the end when, um, I don't know, they did like a whirling dervish move uh, in the backfield bills, and we stuffed them on fourth and one or two, and uh, and that was that. Um, anyway, thank you, Lovey Smith. Uh, he realized late in the game that he was supposed to lose this game, and he did. Cowboys win, but you can't feel good about it, Parley Kid. Well, I don't feel as bad as uh, almost every single Cowboy fan that I've been talking to over the last uh, 24 hours or so. Um, I think you got to take a win when you can. Uh, you know, the Cowboys are one team. It's funny. Uh, you know, when the Cowboys have some bad losses, everybody piles on. And then when they have a game like this, people still pile on. And sometimes, uh, you know, for other teams, this would have been, hey, they they won an ugly game, right? But when it's the Cowboys, it seems like it's the rules are a little different. Uh, they, they get applied. It's to seventeen the points. It's seventeen points. We can talk <laughs> I, about I agree. how lame they were. But, but look, you you're up seven uh, three, getting the ball back. You punt return and drops a punt. Haven't seen that all year, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dak with a few more big turnovers. Uh, that's that's huge when the turnover differential. Is basically three to zero. That that's going to even out any seventeen point spread, right? A, a three to zero turnover differential up until mm-hmm. the end of the game when the Cowboys had a, a, an interception. Um, that's going to even out. It's, at least it's going to play a lot closer than it should uh, in that situation. Plus, uh, unfortunately for the Cowboys, you know, let's forget about Odell. Let's focus on getting some defensive back depth. In here right well, now we lost a lot, even during the game. We were actually before the game, out, we were losing. Yeah, right. You know, we've talked about the Cowboys have had good drafts over the last few years, but the Cowboys have missed though in the drafts is some of these guys that they've taken the defensive backs, Kelvin Joseph, um, uh, uh, Nashawn Garrett. No, mm-hmm. no, that's not his name. I'm thinking of a wrestler. Wrestling. Um, yeah. His last name is Wright. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm thinking Garrett. But that's a that's a Cornell wrestler. Um, but either way. Um, that that depth, those guys have not panned out the way that the Cowboys maybe thought they would have panned out. So the depth is hurting in the secondary. Uh, you know, Parsons couldn't get to the quarterback yesterday uh, yes. for whatever reason. Uh, the defense was not great. The offense was not great. They escaped with the victory. I'm not worried about that. I think that might have been a great chance. That's a great wake-up call for the Cowboys, Sal. It's a right. great wake-up call for this team. Look, and but I am worried about their their last uh, several games now because uh, now there's like I'm not sure if there's an easy one amongst a bunch of them. 
Well, yeah, so that I mean, if you play like the that, there's no easy one. Yeah. Uh, I, by Listen. the way, the, you talk about the secondary. I think Morris Claiborne's going to pan out. Uh, just give it a little more time. Just give it a little <laughs> extra nothing, Alex Shiner. All right, go ahead, Harry. You, because you just, were the worst. Part, you were the worst part of this game. No, I wasn't the worst. You became, but listen, you I know being offensive a, coordinator, look, telling us that Pollard should look, get every carry. Go ahead. I didn't say I think I'm telling you when come playoff time, he better get a lot more. But I, I know we, me and you had more words about Pollard and Zeke yesterday, but. Well, then I think Darren mentioned a little while ago, um, the interceptions, the turnovers by Dak since he's been back. Nobody's thrown more picks in the league than Dak Prescott. And, but you look at his other numbers and they're phenomenal. It's very strange how it works out. Like when they score 28 points and have 150 yards rushing, I think they've won like yeah. six in a row or something. That's the magic number. I think this Pollard Elliott thing is, is working out. Uh, Elliott now is what? Probably kid a touchdown in like six straight games. So I don't crush uh, them for the play call. Oh, no, look, so they've yeah. done an excellent job balancing no matter what Harry wants to say. Mm. I think the reason maybe why Pollard Until is the playoffs so effective come. is because he's not carrying the ball 20 to 25 times. Of course, game. that's the answer. And it's yeah. working out the Elliott Pollard combination. And Sal, maybe this prolongs both of their careers. So many, how many running backs have we right. seen by now? that are basically like Elliot's age that are out the door. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe this has prolonged Elliot's career. He's been effective. And like you're saying, Sal, it's one, two, three, four, five, six games in yeah. a row with uh, eight touchdowns. Eight touchdowns. Darren, I will say, they're all they're And all Harry's saying, yard, what are the Cowboys doing? Darren, they're all from two yards or less. And plus, he had five chances yesterday. Five <laughs> oh, chances Harry, from inside the three. He finally Harry, got in I, the last one. Finally. Harry, the uh, Elliot. I'll look up. Only Harry could say his touchdowns are only two uh, yards or less. Don't give it to him at the one. Only Harry can make that work for himself. He got stuffed five minutes ago. He got stuffed. This is Sal. Yes, he got stuffed. There's a good chance he's going to be close to a thousand yards. Yeah. uh, Double figure touchdowns and averaging 4.2 yards a carry. How much? Him and Pollard. Pollard's averaging six. Six, but maybe he's averaging six because of the way they're playing. Maybe him. so, but also they have the same amount of touches, and he's got three hundred and fifty more right. yards. I'll all. tell you what, Harry. If you get your wish and he gets all the goal line carries, guess what happens? He doesn't average six anymore. No matter what, even if he runs it thirteen right. yards, into right? The end zone, I don't know. <laughs> Work the, what, what don't you know? The same. What don't you know? Yards per carry yesterday, four point right. two yards per carry. Right. Pollard yesterday. All Listen, I know right. is Pollard's a first round pick in fantasy football next year. I love Pollard. Good. I, 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 of course, of course, who doesn't ZK. love him? But the combination is working out for during the regular season against mediocre teams. Okay. All yeah. Right. So maybe, okay. maybe in the playoffs, they'll rush him. Maybe they'll All play right. him more because he'll be okay. Then, fresh then we'll going into the postseason. They'll have a better chance of winning. <sighs> Yeah, well, maybe I, I don't know. Maybe Justin Jefferson shouldn't get the ball in the postseason either. Yeah, it's working in well, the regular season. 200 yards from Justin let's Jefferson see. yesterday and they lose the game. Let's do Dolphins Chargers here Sunday night last night. Boy, there really is no team like the Chargers over the last decade. Right, Brian? We were talking about it and your Raiders beat them. But you were saying like if they played 10 times, what would you say? The Chargers no. would probably win seven. No, I, mean, I well, no, I was actually saying I, I the weird thing I was saying on that text yesterday is like if the Raiders played the Chargers. I feel yeah. like the Raiders could beat the Chargers seven out of ten times, oh. but but oh, I, I feel like the Chargers are way better, right? Better. I, I I feel like they're like th- that shouldn't be the case, right? When you look at them, because even yesterday, right? We talk about you know Collinsworth can gush over Herbert oh, and how awesome and he was. What am I even watching here, Bry? Good. But at <laughs> the at, at the end of the day, it's 
the reason they won that game was defensively they were great. They still sure. only put up 23 points. I mean, regardless I of how awesome they are, it's right. right. They grew up on fourth and one or whatever they're doing. They always end up roughly the same. And that's the biggest problem because if they didn't play well defensively, they were they probably were going to lose that game. And like, so they flex this into the spot. They took KC Denver out, which by the way, that ended up having 62 points and arguably more entertaining, but 23, 17, as you said, the chargers win and cover. They were like a three point underdog to a, not a great game, 10 for 28, 145, Ooh. And you know, one of those 10 completions was a 60 yard bomb to Tyreek Hill. But even Herbert, like you said, right? 23 points. He had like 43 passes going into the fourth quarter in a game. They were winning. It's yeah. just a bizarre, the whole thing, the coach is bizarre. The offense is bizarre, the injuries, and then like throwing a kicker who's yeah. probably going to miss to blow him a, a game down the stretch here. I, I don't know, uh, Parley kid, what I'm looking at with this Chargers team, except they're seven and six. And I took them last week, plus 145 to make the playoffs. And now I think it's about even off the look. Sounds right. Still seven and six, Sal. Um, I think that last night was more of a product of uh, the Dolphins being really lousy. Then the Chargers mm. being good because Herbert can kind of put up those numbers and the numbers look great, but they don't add up to a ton of points. Like Brother Bry consistently says, they uh, judging by his numbers, you'd think this team would be in the 30-plus points on a weekly basis. Right. Um, but maybe having Mike Williams back and healthy is going to help Herbert here going forward. They're a talented team, uh, but uh, anything could happen. They could lose uh, you know, the last three games uh, of this season, four yeah. games, three out of four. Here. Who knows what this Chargers, team is out? Char- Chargers guys are in the seventh seed as of right now with that win. But And Miami, two losses in a row. Hill banged up. And now they got to go play Buffalo at night on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Be three in a row. Miami's in some trouble. And Chargers minus 170 now to make the playoffs, where they were wow. plus 145. Wow. We're going to go over a couple of those because Brian, I think, steered us into a good one. Maybe even... Uh, well, maybe, uh, well, we'll talk about Seattle. Well, let's talk about Seattle now. So they lose to Carolina, and I had to hear an earful about how the Panthers are going to the Super Bowl. But uh, last week, I think it was Tuesday, I said the Giants are going to make the playoffs. I think the Seahawks are going to get bounced somehow. Um, I, I'm not so excited about the Giants pick anymore, but the Seahawks losing out maybe could get Maybe could get the Lions in. We'll talk about them in a second. Anyway, Bright, the Seahawks do not make the playoffs was plus 340. Right? Last Tuesday? Yeah. yeah it was and now really they lost weird. to the was- Panthers, and they you can't really trust them because you don't know if they have a run game. You know they can't, they're giving up over 200 yards to the Chuba Hubbards of the world, mm-hmm. and uh, they play Arizona. I'm sorry, they play San Francisco Thursday night. They were they were bad yesterday. I mean, I, had, I took them when we did Spotify yesterday. I mean, I took them before the game. I live bet them twice at plus money during the game. So, Ugh. like, three times I lost a ton of money on there. I thought... I thought, you know, they helped, they played defensively okay in the third quarter uh, to mm. stay in the game. I thought they were going to maybe take the lead there. Uh, they kicked the field goal, still down three, but they were terrible defensively. Um, if Geno Smith turns the ball over, they struggle. Um, mm. Not having Walker, obviously, is a big, big part, not being able to have a, mm. a big no, they had uh, Homer and now they had to take the practice squad guys up there. Yeah, they couldn't so, run the ball. Yeah. But yeah, no, they watching them yesterday. Um, you know, Geno Smith throws some a couple nice balls a game, but I'm not uh, would not be excited about them being in the playoffs at this point. I, I'd much rather see the Lions in there. Yeah, uh, and they're ten to one to win the West now. It doesn't look good. The Niners just went crazy on the Bucks no. minus two thousand now to win the West. 
Tom Brady taken off the Fox local feed. You had to scramble around to find it in the 700s after that. A minute and a half, I think, into the third quarter. It was 28-point wow. lead. And uh, and that was that. Really crazy. And um, I don't know. And now the Bucks, like I said, Panthers nipping at the heels, plus 360. They still have a game against each other, Harry. In a couple yeah. of weeks, the Bucks are minus 320. Are you buying into the Panthers? A little. But you think about it now. If Moore doesn't take his helmet off in the game against Atlanta, they're tied. I mean, that's crazy that that, can, that could probably cost Or if the Carolina Bucks don't them. beat the the crazy win against the Rams or the, the oh, I know it's all the Saints. Saints. Listen, we could even yeah. say the Saints are. And you've mentioned it sure. for weeks now, Sal. The Saints, you could even Saints aren't eliminated. And why aren't they playing Winston? We still don't know. It's he looks like he's healthy. And I think I mentioned it on the uh, uh, Spotify Live yesterday that the beneficiary out of everything kind of aside for Carolina, Atlanta, not uh, Atlanta, not playing benefits too because. They're still not out of it five and eight and they're twelve and one to win to win the division. Just again, Tampa Bay, anemic on offense. They're a hard, such a hard watch. They have no rushing game, just sixty-nine yards again yesterday, which is actually kind of high for them lately. And Evans didn't have any catches at halftime, wound up with a measly forty-four yards. I don't know, Parley Kid, if the Niners defense is just so good that we just throw all those games out. And I I mean, I guess we've seen enough of the Bucs um outside of that game to know that they struggle to move the ball. But you're not going to uh, get right against the 49ers, that for sure. That's for sure. And Brock Purdy, great. I'm still leaving myself open in case he throws three interceptions. I know everybody's going crazy about Brock Purdy. I don't think he necessarily has to do a lot for this team to get into, I don't know, even the NFC Championship. Like, he may only have to put up 13 points. Right, Parley Kid? What, what do yeah, you you're correct, Sal. Um, yeah. He could be a game manager. I think he was more than mm-hmm. that yesterday. But for the most part, he can be in. Uh-huh. Uh, the passing game could fit into uh, what he does too. Uh, uh, short uh, checkdowns to guys like McCaffrey, uh, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, Samuel loss could end up really hurting. So a what guy are they like, saying? Uh, four to six weeks, babyface. Yeah, that could Diego? hurt Purdy yeah. in the short term here because uh, yeah. you know you always have to account for Samuel on the field, right? And now without him, that certainly makes them a little less dangerous offensively. But that being said. Yeah, I can't believe I look back and I'm like, how did I, how was I on the Bucks getting mm-hmm. uh, three and a half yesterday? What was I thinking? Like, that was a terrible job by by me. The Levi uh, Stadium fans the were they chanting were... his name. It's uh, pretty good. Pretty good, Dan. Oh, all right. No. Uh, all right. Uh, this is, <laughs> it's, it's already played out. I, it's, you know, who started it, though? Who started it? Oh, yeah, you started. Harry, you, you were killing you want... the guy last year. You want credit for uh, his this? sophomore year at Iowa State? I was praising him because he was awesome in his sophomore year. Yeah, then, right. then when you jumped on him to win like the Heisman last Gilbert, year, Gilbert Arizona's own. You were you were killing him last year at this yeah. time, saying he I was the biggest disappointment in college football history. And now you're claiming history. as if you've been on the Bur- Bur- Purdy train for three or four years. It's not a fact. It's 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 a total lie. Yeah. It's a total lie. <laughs> I agree. I agree. A little lie. Well, listen, he fell. He fell into a great spot here. He really did. And even oh, his yeah. right. eye, Sal, his right. other throat. He really, yeah. you know, I, I don't know what to say other than like I, I, I said it. Like he look at like if they say like you're our guy, get us 13 points, get us 14 points. Yeah, sure. But he, 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 totally he did more agree. than just AFC. He smoked the goat yesterday. Let's uh, see yeah. what teams do once they have a little bit more film on Purdy too. Yeah. Let's just right. see what happens. Let's let um, it play out. 
I had the Giants. I had Eddie Spaghetti. Eddie's lucky he's not on this podcast. I'm going a, I'm to a ream him and his team tomorrow. That's for sure. 48-22. <laughs> um, Philly okay. moves to 12-1. and one. Giants got pushed around. Phillies gets their playoff berth. They cruised. Um, Jalen Hurts is now yep. favored to win. Brian, what are the odds on him to win MVP? Hold on. He's now got, got the it. minus in front minus of him. Minus 140. Minus one forty, and what is wow. um what is Mahomes? Mahomes had three interceptions. I know he had three Mahomes touchdowns. Mahomes plus two hundred, Burrow plus six hundred. Listen, I think we do this with Hurts. Uh, I know I've been saying Mahomes, but let's switch gears. And how can they not give it to Hurts if he has double digit rushing touchdowns? Pretty good, very good passing yards, uh, passing numbers, and he's the quarterback of a sixteen and one or fifteen uh, yeah. and two team. Yeah, right? I mean, I, th- I thought yeah. about how much should we put. On. I was just thinking how much should we put on Hertz, just yeah. because unless, yeah, they'd have to fall apart here in four games, uh-huh. right? Well, conversely, Nick Sirianni's minus three sixty to win Coach of the Year, so there's no nice. value in that. It's funny, Dan Campbell is second plus seven fifty. Everyone hated him. Mm. Um, but uh, but there is still value while we can with with Jalen Hurts until they win their fifteenth, sixteenth game. And again, I don't know that they're sitting. I don't know. Do you? Uh, I mean, this is maybe premature to talk about with a month left. But week eighteen, Farley, could you maybe? Were we talking about this? How the Eagles yeah. maybe start? He'll probably play a half in that game against the Giants, even if they don't need it, because they have the next week off. It's not like right. the Cowboys who might sit everybody against uh, the Commanders because they don't have the next week off, likely. Right, right, exactly. That's gonna that last game is gonna be a very interesting. Um, yeah. to see what happens uh, there, and who can rest guys, who doesn't have to rest guys. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, look, let's just give uh, the Eagles. Uh, they're, you know, they're the best team in football. Super Bowl or bust for Eagles and their fans. That's for sure. Yep, a lot of pressure, a lot of pressure on the Eagles fans and pressure. Harry, the Vikings fans. Uh, mm-hmm. Harry, a Vikings fan, but called the Lions. He had the Lions and an adjusted number. What'd you have a minus five and a half, something like that? Correct. Good yep. job by you. Um, actually, but that ended up being minus two and a half, right? So, but you took the extra field yeah. goal against yourself. They won thirty-four. 23 doing all sorts of things, throwing uh, a penny Sewell. I mean, they threw the, they threw the lineman, this Campbell's just going nuts, going for it on fourth and four. Uh, They started one and six. Now they've won five of the last six, Harry. And I don't know where you stand with the Vikings. You just keep picking against them every week and claiming they're the best team, but go ahead. (laughs) Look, cousins did have a big game um, as did uh, Justin Jefferson. I've mentioned uh, over 200 yards, but uh, the offense is fine. but they have to fix some things on defense. They've been awful on defense lately. There's still time. They're still going to win the division. So they can make, uh, they can fix what needs to be done here. But five straight games, five straight games, they've given their defense has given up 400 or more yards of offense. Got to do some changes to their lines. But four of the last five, I mentioned it what, a week and a half ago that when we picked who would be the seventh seed, and I said the Lions, four, four of the five games. They've scored 30 plus points. Golf has been fantastic the last seven games, 11 touchdowns, one pick. This Lions team just, and you mentioned out, give it up for uh, Dan Campbell. The fake punt, the pass to Basul in a clutch situation on third and eight. When you got to make that play, you run that play. That was crazy that you get the first down there. Great job by Detroit, and they're rolling right now. It's like, a, it's almost like a playoff game next week when Detroit plays yeah. the Jets for both sides. It is. So it's going to be fun. That should be the Sunday night game. Get the Giants out of there. Sorry, Commanders. I agree. Right. I agree. That would be it. Yes. That would be a Let's fun get game. The Jets to watch. And, and Detroit on TV. Right. You know what's weird with that? The Jets. Not only was that 
because they flexed the Giants to Sunday night, um, the Lions Jets had to go to CBS from Fox. So that was a big screw up by Fox. And now I think it is a loser leaves town match now because the Jets really can't lose either. So that's a fun match against the uh, Lions. Harry, what were the Lions to make the playoffs a weeks ago when you when you mentioned it? Did we when I gave it? Boy, what prop. That's when we did I it last win. week. Was it? Um, I forget. Uh, well, they're plus 270 now. So you can um, still get it at plus two. So Kornacki says 21%, but uh, well, the they kind of I, I was trying to think it was maybe four to one. Was it four to one? Yeah. They have to go three out of four, at least, I think, down the stretch. Um, and they get so and they probably get, they get Green Bay one. Maybe Jordan Love's quarterback, too. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Normally, yeah. uh, they do get that that break in the last week that Rodgers only plays a half. But who knows what's, mm-hmm. if that's bad anymore. Uh, right. All right. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll go over the rest of uh, last night's, uh, yesterday's game. Your first bet with Caesars Sportsbook and Casino. It's on Caesars up to $1,250. Download the app with promo code C-Z-R-F-U-L-L and place your first bet. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get it all back as a free bet. That first bet also gives you a thousand tier credits and a thousand reward credits, putting you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer free stays, game tickets, experiences, and more. You must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Ohio, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Yes, you have to know. When to stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem in Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Virginia, West Virginia, or Pennsylvania, or if you know someone who has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or in Maryland, visit MarylandGamblingMDGamblingHelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net, Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP, Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700, Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. That's 467-369. Or text C-O-N-N-E-X to 247-247. Tennessee, call or text Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
All right, the Bills win their fourth in a row. A lackluster performance, I would say. I know it was snowing. You know, I know it was weird weather. They hang on 20 to 12. They don't cover because the Jets score twice, a safety and a field goal in the last few minutes. So they don't cover the nine. It's an eight-point game. Mike White, uh, brother Brian, not impressed with Mike White. Just getting pounded in the ribs, helmet after helmet. I will say, like, comes back twice, and uh, but they still lose twenty. He took two huge shots. I was just, uh, you know, we 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 criticize certain players when they go down and they, you know, they're on the turf forever and they don't get up and then they, you know, they come back into the game. Look, I will say, he took two huge shots. My thing was yesterday, I was like, God, he better to be down this long two different times. He I, I don't hopefully, but it's got to be broken ribs or something like that. Right. I doubt uh, somebody would be down for that long if it wasn't for for the case. But I, that was it was a weird game. I, you know, Al, is harsh. harsh I, I, yeah, Bri. I don't know. I, know. <laughs> I mean, I've seen Darren son get hit like that, like a million times in, in games. Yeah. You know, but he bounces back up. He's, he wasn't. Laying on the ground that long. I mean, granted, maybe one of the bigger. Well, he didn't have to come back either, Brian. Yeah, he didn't have to come back, but it was a weird game, right? Like the Bills, like, you know, Allen, I feel like is running for his life more than normal. I don't know if that's, I don't know if he's still, I mean, it still could be an injury, right? It still could be something with his, you know, his elbow the last, you know, when he heard it weeks ago. The receivers don't help him out sometimes. McKenzie, I feel like, always drops a big pass. Yeah, that was, he had a bad game. He had a couple but, of bad drops. Or Yeah. But look, the yeah. one thing I will say, and again, going to Mike White, look, it, it, is he performing better than Wilson? Of course. I mean, he's made some great throws. But they didn't even it, go to Wilson. They went to Flacco. You don't go, you don't, that, that bothered yeah. me. Like, you don't go to Wilson. Wilson beat this. Wilson, two games ago, his, his second to last game, Wilson – played a decent game and he beat the bills. Now you don't even go to him. You go to Flacco. Who has they a don't want to give him a chance to, I know they uh, don't, want, they don't want yeah. any, they yep. don't want any yep. controversy there, but now look, now you have Mike white. Who's lost granted. Has he played pretty well? I mean, he's lost two games in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know now the jet, you know, but he's not but embarrassing a, himself. He's not embarrassing. No, he's not, right. he's not embarrassing those, himself. The one those thing are I games say, he was supposed to lose. Those are right. The one yeah, thing so. I was, the yeah. one thing I will say though, and, and this is the only thing that annoys me. Now everybody I hear is like, oh, the Jets offensive line stinks, the Jets offensive line stinks, they're getting a quarterback killed. I will say I the one thing I thought Wilson did a good job with weeks ago is he did a good job of just avoiding. I mean, mm-hmm. he there was games he was g- getting pressured on him every pass. So the Jets right. line has been bad. He did a good job of avoiding it. Now, again, the stupid makes mistakes, of course. It's just that. I want some consistency with Jets fans here. Well, you're going to get around it. This. You're going to get it here because they're going to be favored against the Lions. Yeah. So it's yeah, yeah, be no, you will. And they're going to be favored against the Jaguar. Like they have to win the next two. The next yep. two are I winnable agree. games. I agree. Not expected to win the last two. They're plus 160. Parley, can I forgot where you fell on the Jets last week? Jets, yes, playoffs, plus 160. Uh, I still think it's the Chargers that get in in that last spot. What do you think? Yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna change my mind just yet. So I think the Jets have some winnable games coming up. Um, I do think White uh, is has been pretty solid. I think if anything, um, you know, the 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 Hall Brees Hall uh, injury might, you know, I know the Jets running backs have been okay, but uh, Hall was such a good two uh, way threat between catching the ball and running mm-hmm. the ball. Uh, they miss him more than anything. 
on that offense. But I think the Jets are still in fine position here. Their defense is still, um, I, I don't know if I would go as far as call it elite, uh, but I would say it's very, very good uh, on, on any given day that the Jets can avoid turno- turnovers on the offensive side of the ball and play good defense. I think they could beat just about anybody in the league. Yep, I'm so. impressed with their defense for sure. I mean, it was another game. I, I I thought the Bills would come out and go nuts, yeah. right? I'm like, first yeah. home game in forever, yeah. come out, exactly. put up 35, and then I'm like, at the end of the first quarter, I don't think they had a point. Like, you know, right, Sal? Here we go. Yeah. I was with you, Sal, on the Bills. But not, the weather was bad. Yeah, you're right. But I'll say this, moving forward, Bills are pulling. Bills are winning these games. They they beat Detroit by three. They beat Cleveland uh, in Detroit uh, by, what, like eight, and they won this game. But Eight times this year, Josh Allen has led this team in rushing. Is that mm-hmm. going to catch up to them in the playoffs? No, because if they can't establish a running game, he's got to do everything. Bill's team may not be the favorite to go to the uh, Super Bowl anymore. Yeah, yeah, I thought Singletary was playing better, but I guess I, would he not? Uh, what do you have? Like 50, 60 yards somewhere in there yesterday? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, they're going to be in more. decent shape. Look, this is this is the game against the Dolphins. This is maybe the one they had circled on the calendar more than the Jets because really they win this. And they're in good shape for the one seed. They're also definitely good. They clinch the AFC East if they win Saturday. And, uh, you know, like I said, uh, the, the bye and uh, conference implications are big when they beat, if they beat the Dolphins. Now, Ravens Steelers, kind of as I predicted, Justin Tucker is going to be the star. They won 16 14. I did not think that Anthony Brown would be playing for the Ravens and Mitch Trubisky would be in. For Kenny Pickett, um, what are your what's your take here? I mean, this was how it was going to be, babyface. It's just going to be a low scoring game. You had to pull it out at the end. Defense, uh, people were on the Steelers' defense, but you still only gave up sixteen points to the Ravens. Well, well, it's tough because when you're in uh, Accusure and there's fifty thousand people basically praying now that the defense is the one that has to make the score, the defense is the one that has to make right. a turnover because uh, Trubisky just just couldn't make it happen. I mean, three really bad interceptions. I think if Kenny Pickett's still in there, they win the game. But uh, that, that face mask, by the way, that wasn't called was was brutal. But uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, just a, another close Raven Steelers game, but neither of these teams, I mean, neither of these teams are really good. And, and it's, it's, it's shocking to me that the Ravens are somehow nine and four, right? Yeah. You, you can't. And yeah, well, I mean, and so he's going to miss again, Lamar, right? He's not supposed to come back till the Christmas Eve game. Is that right? Is that what I heard last? I think for Lamar, but even so the one good thing for the Ravens is I think that was the first time since December 2020 that Edwards and Dobbins were in the backfield together. So they ran the ball. They did what they needed to win, but yeah, it's just leaving Justin Tucker's hands. That's kind of how, how they do all the Trubisky look good. It's kind of what he does. Probably kid, right? He comes in, he looks good for half an hour. And then he's like, all right, there's a reason. (laughs) Yeah. Then you're like, yeah, there's a reason why he is where he is. Well, I guess the Steelers, I mean, I think just a week ago to say you call them a really fun team. I I don't know. I think that might've already worn off. Uh, at this point, I like picket. Right? I like watching picket. I don't know, uh, but you know, obviously, I didn't. We didn't get that uh, the whole most of the afternoon for him. Yeah, they do. They have trouble scoring. That's for sure. Uh, and I, I find them hard to watch. Just hard. Over the last seven wins for the Ravens, they've won by five points or less. Oh yeah, and they're yeah, all and like the one, nineteen. They're all nineteen seventeen. The thirteen ten. Yeah, but the ones oh. they blew were awful too. So I, yeah, I, just a crapshoot team. I'm just hoping the Steelers don't go over five and a half wins because that's what Damashek was screaming about. Like it's some <laughs> important feat. They're five and eight now. They'd have to drop uh, their last four. All right, Burrow beat the Browns for the first time ever. It's weird. Bengals twenty three, 
10. They keep pace with the Ravens. Um, Chase, 10 catches, 119 yards. Mixon was mm. good. Nice one-two punch. Mixon, uh, P. Ryan, Deshaun Watson. I don't know. I guess he looked a little better. I don't know. I wonder if the guys are playing harder going against him. Um, he doesn't seem to make me too much better than what they had in Brissett, Bry. Uh, but anyway, I think that's almost a coin flip now. Five straight wins for the Bengals, but a coin flip odds wise for the AFC North, right? What what are the numbers there? Uh, I know yeah, they play each other week eighteen. I, I, I know since it's he was in plus one ten. Since plus one ten. That's what it is. Is that um, a good bet? I mean, now that, that game will count. It's mm-hmm. almost certainly going to be the Sunday night game. Baltimore, Cincinnati. It's almost certainly going to be the game while we're watching Megan Gailey perform comedy. Uh, no, we're, I I, did, I should have mentioned that, by the way, on the top there, that we're going to be in Vegas right there. But I'll uh, I'll bring that back uh, January 8th and 9th and well, 10th. Yeah, go ahead. Brian. The question is, who has the tiebreaker? If the Bengals were to well, win that? Well, the Bengals yeah, lost the Bengals to them. lost to them already, right? Yeah. And now, right. so they're going to Tampa. You know, say that's a win. I mean, Tampa going in yep. Tampa and New England are tough games, maybe on the road back to back, but uh, not as tough as it looked like a month was both ago, wins. Right? Yeah, and yeah. then they beat you know and then Buffalo. Yeah, they, I mean, this was always it, right? They're only even if they not favorite. It's the schedule that's keeping them from being a minus two forty favorite right there, right? So yeah, there you go. That, uh, but know. God, you got to like the way they're playing so much more oh, yeah. than the, uh, than the Ravens, mm-hmm. but that tiebreaker sure. we'd have to figure out. Uh, and then chiefs Broncos, like I said, this one was the one that was flexed out of the Sunday night game. They blew what? What was this lead? Dan, was it 27, 27, nothing. They let Russell hustle and bustle back in the game. And then he just took a monster hit and that was it. That was really like, mm. like ugh, it was one of those, get him off the field. I don't want to look uh, really bad. Um, and then it was, you know, they had a nice punt in there and made it so that Brett Rippon was going to have to drop, drive the field to win yep. and, uh, beat up on parlay kid and I's money line parlay, but it came through parlay kid. We'll take it. Yeah. Barely, barely a winner. Um, you know, some big mistakes by Mahomes through three picks yesterday, very uncharacteristic of him, but at Denver defense, uh, aside from the points they gave up this day, I mean, they're always pretty good. Um, you know, usually 28 points is enough for that Broncos offense right. to win. Not yesterday, but try to call, it was an impossible hole for them to climb out of 27, nothing just too much against a team like the they Chiefs. They just have no interest in covering spreads. The chiefs, they really no, don't. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so funny the way they do it. Nope. Uh, all right. So that's that game. Hey, I think we covered all of them. Let's take a quick break. And then if you're patient enough, listening to the Caesars ad, I will tell you, Number nine, Monday Night Football, win in a row when we return. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. 
Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact. Helping the small stand tall. All right, Patriots, two and a half point favorite tonight. 43 and a half is the over under that at Arizona. You going in this game, Harry? You're going to sniff around the players' houses while they're gone? What's your, what's your score? <laughs> uh, no interest. Don't like Belichick. Don't like uh, Kingsbury and Murray. No interest. Okay. Well, then that's going to be a problem for most Arizona games because Kingsbury and Murray are right there, yeah. head coach and quarterback. Nine in a row. I had to think this over. I'm going to take the Cardinals. Plus two and a half. I, you know, it's, it's weird because we've seen a bad version of both these teams that both teams can't score. They blow leads. They're suspicious coaching, as Harry alluded to. Both coming off two-game losing streaks. But I'm going to take Arizona at home. They have to win a couple games at home here. They're healthy. This is the healthiest Arizona team we've seen in a while. The Pats have had a miserable time with running quarterbacks. Justin Fields owned them in that Monday night game uh, earlier in the season. Hopkins, Marquise Brown, Rondell Moore, all could pose trouble for this Patriots secondary, which is missing uh, Jalen Mills. Um, you know, again, this is not the Patriots of old, but they're one and four against the spread in their last five Monday games. They've just been flat out bad in prime time, being outscored 90 to 50. The game they were in, they lost to the Vikings. So I don't know. Probably one team's going to blow it at the end. I'm not excited about this pick, but I think Kingsbury. And the cards hold on to a close one in the desert, 27-21 Cardinals. And the over, Harry, you're going Patriots. I'm going to take the money line, minus 135 on the Patriots. Now, I mentioned Chargers are in the seventh seed right now in the AFC, but with a win, New England takes over the seventh seed in the AFC. Arizona, one and six straight up at home this season. And if you want to date back five more games from last year, they are 1-11 and 11 at home in their last 12 games. Arizona's defense is soft. They're last in points allowed. They're 28th in sacks. They're 24th in interceptions. Kingsbury is out of his league versus Belichick. And you might yeah, the Patriots not great in prime time either, but I'm going to take them over Arizona because, you know, look, Arizona's awful at home. Isn't it weird that I feel like in football more than any other sport, you have these venues where the home team is outnumbered by the visiting fans. And it, I, here's why I think it's weird, because college football fans are the most rabid. Like, you wouldn't see that, right, in a college football game, unless it's a neutral site I'm not talking about. But you're never going to see a Ohio State wave of fans at the big house, right, when they play Michigan. What, why is this? How many fans, Patriots fans you think will be there? I bet a lot. Probably a lot. I mean, um, I need a yeah, number, Harry. How many thousand? Exactly how many thousand? <laughs> listen, that's 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 the annoying thing here living in Phoenix. You listen to local radio. Everyone's uh, how great supposedly the fan base is for the Cardinals. But meanwhile, you'll see that uh, you know, when Philly was here, the whole town was taken over by the Philadelphia fans and in the stadium itself. And for the game, this is a situation where too, yeah, definitely, maybe, uh, maybe twenty percent, twenty five percent might be Patriots fans that made the trip out to. Uh, Get out of the uh, cold in uh, New England. Come to I Arizona. See it. I guess like when the Mets play the Marlins, you'll hear the let's go Mets chance to barely being drowned out by Marlins fans. But it does seem weird uh, in this day and age in football. All right. Everyone's going against me here. Polly kid Patriots. Yeah, I'm on the Patriots too. So I'll take a minus two and a half uh, here tonight. Um, 
you know, prior to the last couple of games, the Patriots were playing good football. Had They had won five out of their previous six games and then kind of got uh, maybe hosed a little bit against uh, the Vikings before uh, losing to the Bills. Uh, and here's the thing, though, Sal. This, this Patriots have had a ton of time off here, right? They've had, um, uh, what, 14, uh, well, not 14 days, but uh, uh, 11 days, I would say, right? Uh, that's a, a very big advantage to a coach like Belichick, who we have to give, as Harry said, a very significant nod over Cliff Kingsbury uh, in this game. As Harry's already re- re- reiterated, too, they've lost three straight home games to Cardinals. They're not good at home. They're mm-hmm. just not a good home team. It's going to be a, a lot of Patriots fans there, Sal, as you alluded to. Huh. Uh, Patriots will do enough tonight. I know they're down. I think Myers, uh, one of their leading receivers, is out of this game. Uh, somebody can correct me if I'm wrong there. Uh, While the Cardinals a little bit healthier, I don't think it really matters here. I think the Patriots a little bit more. This game means more to them, as Harry said, too. Mm. Uh, Puts them seven and six. A win here for the Cardinals means absolutely nothing for them. So let's uh, let's ride with the Pats. Well, it means nothing for them, but I'm surprised you're going against my streak here, eight in a row. All three of you guys, good luck to you. Wow, wow, what, what balls on the three of you guys, Bri? You're no different. You're giving the points. Yeah, right? I don't feel good about that. I think I've been I'm with you on a lot of these games. Uh, don't like going against you here, um, but I'll take the Pats. I also like the under in this one. But I, my God, why are we getting so many Cardinals games in prime time? Like they, they weren't oh. even good. They weren't even good last no. year. Feels like we get them every other week. And I, I think, think there I'm, might be too many primetime games because we keep saying that about every I team. I mean, I guess we can't well, really because, have the Chiefs. And you know, because we do these week. things yeah. right with the first touchdown, and all this. I feel right. like we've done the Cardinals a million times, and it, oh, it's yeah. funny that they're also on Christmas night, right, um, against Tampa, I think. And yep. I guess I guess yep. you can't flex that game, right, because there's only a few games. Yeah, on no. Oh, um, that's staying. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, like like these guys already said, you know, Cardinals may be a little bit healthier, uh, but still two and six in their last eight. I will say it's really one and five at home. I made this mistake last time because there was the Mexico City game where they were considered um, home. Right. Oh, but yeah. Um, yeah, but they struggled last year, like Harry said, at home. Um, but I think Belichick will be able to do enough to minimize Murray's plays with his legs, keep him in the pocket. Uh, Pats have still covered three of the last four on the road. And the one time they didn't, uh, was that Vikings game. So I do like the uh, the Pats here, put a little bit of pressure on the Jets uh, for the playoff spot. Um, yeah, so I'll take the minus. Right, even, even even Coach PK's record at home is uh, in track and field coaching is better than the, <laughs> better than the uh, Cardinals at home. Is that true, Parley Kid? I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. It's, probably it's got to be D, right? <laughs> yeah. Coach of the year uh, in track and field. I do. Uh, let's move on to our props. Boy, I'm I'm going Murray all over the place here. Over mm-hmm. 35 and a half longest reception, minus 125, uh, minus 121. I took a break from this on the Thursday game because they didn't have a number for Baker. Um, seven in a row I'm going for with this prop, this over longest completion prop. Mm. Heineke, mm. Tannehill, Pickett, Jimmy G, Mac Jones, and Dalton. Kyler would be the most accomplished in this group. That's crazy. That's really yeah. crazy. Uh, and yet he's only hit over 36 yard completion once in the last 10 tries. I'm, I'm really, I'm trending against this pick, but say this, the last three road games, the Patriots have allowed a 36 plus pass completion. Yeah. I think new Hopkins gets free for 41 late in the second quarter and cashes this for the seventh time in a row parlay kid. You like Hopkins as well. 
Yeah, if Hopkins over longest reception, correct? Uh, uh, right? That was that so kind of fits in with you, Sal. Over uh-huh. 23 and a half yards here as his longest reception coming off the game uh in his last start with a 33 uh yard reception as his long. He's gone over this number uh two of the last three, but even the ones he's not, he's always around 22, 23. This is a pretty good number. The Patriots have not been as great this year shutting down number ones from opposing teams. Um, Mm -hmm. Hopkins is uh, the Cardinals number one. I think Hopkins has at least one, one long one here, Sal. Let's hope it's early uh, in this game. Like you said, maybe second quarter, let's make it happen. Sal. Hopkins over 23 and a half yards here. Longest reception. You got it. Winner. Check it off. Spend the money. Mm -hmm. Go do it. Harry Patriots over two and a half touchdowns. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That's even odds. Yeah, even odds. I was going to go. I, my TikTok video is uh, today. I have uh, Mac Jones over 224 and a half passing yards. Uh, Arizona is one of the worst passing uh, defenses in the league. But I like this one too. Over two and a half touchdowns and even money. Arizona in the last six games, given up three plus touchdowns in in, uh, in five of them. The only one they didn't give up was against the Rams when Wolford was at quarterback. Arizona's 25th versus the pass. Cards can't stop teams. And won't stop Mac Jones here. New England gets at least three touchdowns against Arizona in prime time. Well, I'll tell you what, Hunter Henry, and I know the stat on Brian's going to give it to us. I know he's got a Hunter Henry prop here. And I know the stat on Arizona being the worst against tight ends. And so I pick up Hunter Henry in a league and I forget to start him over Gesicki. And it may actually cost me uh, a playoff run here, which is going to get me Gesicki to my stomach. But, Brian, I can maybe get a little bit back here. Henry over two and a half receptions. Yeah, if you feel bad about it, I would just bet this, right? Just just bet this because even his yards is the yards he's his yards are low. I think what is it only twenty nine and a half? But I'm taking the over two right. and a half receptions at minus one twenty seven. You know, he's maybe not used in the offense as much as you would expect, but he still has averaged five targets in each of the last two games. He has two fifty plus yards receiving games in his last four. But the Pats will definitely take advantage of the Cardinals. We talked about this a few weeks ago, but the Cardinals have just been by far the worst team against tight ends this season. Um, they've been really bad. I, for, I, I don't even have numbers because I gave them out the last time, mm-hmm. but it, um, it, sh- it, he should have a, a pretty solid game here. Three's not as, I know he's, you know, he's had some games with one, but Belichick will t- definitely take advantage here for whatever reason. They just cannot cover the tight end. Their, I- their linebackers struggle there. This might just be in my head, but Parley Kid, is this a bad year for tight ends? I mean, you got the Kelsey's yes. are going to have good years, but yes, you know, is. I, it is right. Andrews, yes. nothing that uh, I always Kittle, think. Not much. Uh, Kittle, who? No. Kittle, yeah, right. Kittle, Kittle not be much. figured into the offense more. It's just strange what goes Great on. Great point, Sal. Having heard Scotter think like, about I just it, don't feel like these names are mentioned a lot, right? Yeah, um, um, yeah like you said, Kittle has kind of disappeared when we thought he was. Uh, you know, give us a uh, f- few really good years and seem like Kittle, he had enough Andrews, time. Forget about Pitts. He's out. He Andrews had a bad year yeah. too, right? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, had two, like two or two, two or three good games early on. And that was it. Now yeah, I got to look at this. Seen. Now I got to look at this. I know Fryer Muth figures oh, into the Dawson, Steelers. Dawson uh, Knox got his first touchdown of the year last what, week, well, yesterday. Well, remember, Sal, Waller has been a bust. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been hurt this year. Pitts for the Falcons, a bust, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. Like these, none of these guys have really done much. 
Kelsey has 81 receptions. Hawkinson has 62. And then uh, nobody else is 60. So, I'm, I, you know, we're week, what, uh, 15 already? I, like, everyone should have four receptions, a lot of these guys. A- Andrews Ingram is like a top five tight end. Uh, yeah. Higby, I think, is sixth or seventh. Gerald Everett, Hayden Hurst. Yeah, it's weird, uh, right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what yeah, this maybe pushes Kelsey back into the first round next year in fantasy, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. There's good value in him too. And obviously Waller just sitting out is uh or whatever's going on with him is uh is rough. Uh-huh. Mahomes is by the way yesterday killing Kelsey's MVP uh votes. Killing <laughs> I think he killed his own. How so <laughs> Kelsey killed him by being by uh signing up to be a tight end, I think. Is who killed it. All right. First touchdown. Ramondre Stevenson plus 340. Connor five to one. Hopkins six to one. When was the last time we won this? Was it Thanksgiving? No. Mm. Probably the week. No, I think you hit it. At, no. Um, did I hit the week did. after? I think I you did. Got him. Uh, it's been a I couple of weeks. I can't I'm going Murray. Forget, so it's been so few. I know. Uh, I'll go Kyla Murray. I know I'm, I'm uh, maybe putting too many. Can go jars of eggnog in the Kyler Murray basket here, but I think he gets back on track. There was a time, Parley Kid, when he when to score a touchdown running was a solid bet for Kyler Murray. He had 11 mm. in 2020, he has three this year. He had one last week versus the Chargers. I think he gets back on track. Eight to one odds. Give me Kyler Murray. You're going with the favorite, Stevenson. Yeah, I'll take Stevenson plus 350. I'm just looking to get on the board here, Sal. I mean, he hasn't even been a touchdown scoring machine. So mm-hmm. I don't love the odds at plus 350, but uh, I think he's my best chance to get a winner here, Sal. So I'll ride with Stevenson. All right. Uh, Brother Bry, New Hopkins, six to one. We like yeah, him. Yeah, go with that. Even though I have, the, you know, I'm, I am not putting all the eggnog in a basket. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be messy anyway. But um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Hopkins at uh, six to one. I thought those odds were solid compared to like a Stevenson at three and a half. I mean, Hopkins has played well, right? And in terms of six games, 50, close to 50 receptions, five. He's almost averaging 100 yards per game and three touchdowns in his last five. Um, I think, you know, they'll they'll look to him early. I think the worst game he had, I mean, he hasn't had a bad game since that Seattle game. So um, mm-hmm. I think they look for him six to one, I thought was uh, compar- comparable to others was, was pretty good. Harry, we probably should go Henry with everything. First, mm-hmm. first touchdown to score, a touchdown over two and a half receiving yeah, yards. Like but you have, you have him for first touchdown. Yeah, not bad at 12 to 1. Well, I tried Henry before. I'm trying him again. I had him on that Monday night game debacle for New England when they played Chicago. But out of the New England's tight ends and wide receivers, Henry is second in receptions. He's second in targets. Had a 37 yard touchdown on Turkey Day against the Vikings. And uh, you guys, Sal, you and Brian both mentioned how awful Arizona is defensively, especially against opposing tight ends. Not just this year, not just like since Kingsbury's been there, that has been their major problem on defense is mm-hmm. covering the tight ends. It hasn't happened. They got Isaiah Simmons to try to do this. That hasn't worked out either, getting him in the first round a couple of years back. Hunter Henry at 12-1 to 1 against a team who was awful against tight ends. Check his shot at 12-1. to 1. All right, Caleb Williams wins the Heisman. I did not wear. I did not wear. I didn't watch the. I didn't wear. I did not wear anything watching the ceremony. No, uh, <laughs> I didn't watch a minute of it. I actually forgot about it. I guess it didn't matter, right? Uh, um, was there any uh, drama involved? He was like a twenty-five to one favorite to win this. Harry, did you watch? I this? didn't. I didn't watch it either. No, no. 
in the last right. second. I guess he looked good. I guess he wore a nice. Uh, yeah, supposedly nice he, had a, he had a really good. Suit, he had a good. He had a good speech. Spoke well. So and so he's not playing in this bowl game, is he? No, because he's still coming back next year. He'll still be back. Oh no, no, I know, but is, is oh, he you're saying up? this year? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that's a good question. Um, I mean, they have a line for it and everything. Uh, yeah, that's a tough see. one. I know he was, you know, he was pretty, you know, he struggled in the last game to move around against Utah. So uh, that's a good one. I, I don't know how significant the injury was in terms Darren, of, Darren, you know, you're, uh, like you're, you're Caleb Williams' father, uh, hypothetically. And I'm not saying you're not, maybe you are, yeah. but do you, do you advise him to sit this game against Tulane on January 2nd? Yeah. Well, I, pl- you, I, I you know, does, uh, I, I think he's I from he a, doesn't. Just from uh, all around perspective, from a uh, parental perspective, I think just from the the team perspective, what does this, is this game mean? Rest. Anything for their right. program? They're it one and a half point nothing. favorite, so it looks like they're uh, it looks like they're not counting on him, right? right? Yeah, unless they, they he's one hundred percent, right? Unless he's one hundred. If he's anything less than one hundred percent, let let somebody else roll in this game. And uh, he could sit this one out. These bowl games, it, it really you really have to sit down and do some research as to who's mm-hmm. playing and who's not playing and who called for yep. the transfer portal for last sure. week or this week. Or maybe who's coaching, like who's like, coaching in these yeah, games? Who's yeah, who's coach? Caleb Williams, uh, I mean, maybe he plays a half, and that would screw you too. That'd be weird. But anyway, we'll see that. World Cup uh, tomorrow, what is it? So Argentina, Croatia, they're minus 310 to advance to the finals against uh, the winner of France, Morocco, who we're going to see on Wednesday. I was talking about with Simmons. I feel like I'm going to do something stupid with France to win this game, to advance against Morocco. Bri, you got to talk me out of it. 9,200 to win 2,000? Come on. Just to make the finals? Morocco's not going to score. Morocco's giving up one goal the whole time. I know. That's that's the problem, right? That's their thing, right? yeah. Yeah. You can't, you're like, you're just like, holy crap, it's oh. second half, it's zero zero, and you're like, oh my God. Let's <laughs> uh, not get to penalty kicks. Let's not get I to mean, are they gonna really they're gonna muck it up all the way to the World Cup final? No, uh, I mean I hear you, I hear you, Sal. There's a there's a point yeah. in time where teams like this and maybe you know, Croatia's maybe a little different story, but there's a point where these teams eventually just fall off or get blown right. out or something, right? Eventually, but right. If it's yeah. zero, if you put that on there, Sal, and it's zero zero at half, or, I mean, how do you feel about that? Are you okay? Well, you know zero, what? Maybe zero? maybe there's a way to uh to. I did say I, I, will, I will say I have I'm in a pool and you pick uh-huh. like five teams throughout the whole thing. If Morocco wins the whole thing, I win the pool because I is that I, right? Somehow oh. I had them. I don't even know hmm. how. What were the um, odds on Morocco? Oh uh, yes, uh, Harry. It was twenty bucks pool. It was like maybe seven hundred first place. Oh, huh. change for you. Yeah. All right, hold on. Hold the on. Don't count out the croats on the other side. The croats are good. They can score. So zero zero is plus seven fifty. We could talk about this. No, let's just get zero, it out of the zero, way. Plus so we don't have to talk about it tomorrow. Yeah. So that's really the only result. Uh, if look, if Morocco wins one nothing, I'm whatever. I just had the wrong side and I deserve it. But if it's yeah. zero zero because they won't give up a goal. And I'm uh, biting my hands off here. Plus seven fifty. What's one? Right. Mm. What's one one? Seven hundred. Mm. Nah, that ain't happening. All right, no? whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Who All right, ninety two hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, ninety two hundred. That's what it's got to be. It's got to be, unless it goes up. Uh, speaking of uh, spending a lot, wasting a lot of money. Well, I, you know what, Parley kid, you're gonna get on the Mets here, 
And I know there's a lot of pressure on me with each um, Japanese phenom they sign, but I think this is responsible spending here. They, you know, DeGrom won for 175, and the Mets get Verlander, Quintana, and Senga for 177. That's smart, right? If you say so, I mean, <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Well, I want you to I, say I so. look, I, Sal, I'm all for it. But let's get an admission that when the Yankees had the highest payroll in baseball, <laughs> oh my that pressure. all Mets fans did was cry about it. They yeah. cried and cried and cried. Oh, right. the Yankees payroll. That's all we ever heard is how, how could the Yankees lose with that payroll? Well, Sal, the Mets have like a $350 million payroll now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've, they've, you know, they have gone into another stratosphere. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. It's not our money. It's not your money. You're a Mets fan. You can afford to go to a game with the family, your family, and spend a couple thousand <laughs> dollars on the game for tickets. I feel bad for the people who can't do that, who can't go to the Met games now because their tickets are going to be astronomical. This is what well, Steve they Cohen could, has they done could, to this franchise. They can get a cheap I mean, ticket and become a Pirates fan, but they'll just watch a loser every time. Like that's the, no, that's it's the all, trade-off, look, right? It's yeah. great. It's great for baseball when the Mets mm-hmm. and Yankees are good. It's great. I don't know how responsible it is. Um, I can't. I don't know. I guess the only time is going to tell to see how responsible right. these contracts are. Okay, it's fine. Look, obviously, this is great if you're a Met fan. How can you not be super thrilled at the new ownership? Well, you have to compare keep it to the previous ownership. Of course. Of course. I'm looking at the 1995 Yankees payroll. That's about right. Right. With the wheelhouse of the world series and everything. I know they lost. They didn't win. Actually, right. That right. They won 96. Actually, it should be late. Uh, let's do 98. But you guys were spending 20% more than everybody else, which is, which is fine. Like that, that, that's kind of what it is now. Right. That, that hasn't changed. So, uh, anyway, you're going to didn't have the highest payroll in 1990. It looks like the Baltimore that, Orioles, the Ravens, did. the, the uh, Orioles did right. That's but in crazy to think that, did. right though. Isn't Yankees, that crazy? Orioles. Look, they weren't always the huge spenders. Everybody made them out to be 95. They were 96. They were 97. They were, um, 94 they were. Yeah. So can you believe that it. 1998, the Yankees second highest payroll, $65 yeah. million. Dollars. I know I'm looking at this. So it's somewhere oh in the my 40s. Gosh. Like all these are in the forties. Well, it's 30 years <laughs> oh. ago. Yeah. But I guess like if you looked at 1980 compared to 1950, it would be ridiculous, right? No, it is. is it is. It's is just 30 years. Wow. It's Lord. just, um, I don't incredible. know, but, you know, uh, last night, one woman was bought for 50,000 euros. So who the hell knows what's what's fair anymore? White Lotus, <laughs> the finale. Uh, your thoughts, Harry? Uh, by the way, I think this is the first drama I've watched. We've all watched together. And then, Harry, you're the one who's, who's a holdout here. I, I don't know why you like this or why you picked this drama, but you're actually watching it, and you watched it when I, it concluded. Who knew Harry yes. had HBO? Yeah, yeah right. I did switch. I did have Showtime. I switched HBO. I don't have Showtime anymore. But uh, I did see <laughs> watch season one. Good, good I saw yeah. season two. I thought yeah. the ending last night was really good. Um, yeah, we, we should warn people. We've, we've watched it. We're going to discuss it right now. So say goodbye to us right now if you don't want to hear the ending. Go ahead. <laughs> but I just thought that uh, I did like the ending. Um, Tanya was fantastic at the end. But in goofy fashion of hers, 
she she does she's a she's a she does what she has to do. She realizes what's going on. She yeah, the hard the part was over. In that. Right. Yeah, the hard part. Right, the hard part was over. Just how about you just take everybody if you can't get down to the boat, just tie everyone's clothes together and just drop down or something. You'd really you, you die that way. You go out that way. Oh, tie oh. everyone's clothes together. I yeah, I thought so did, did she get down on the boat. Babyface, what is what is this uh, plan Harry has? Now we know what he's going to do to us. How he's going to get rid of all what of us. What the hell? That's how you get down? Or I, I think Harry just relates to <laughs> Portia because he's the rich person's assistant in his life. So that's oh, why. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. been in these situations. Yeah, she's Ken. Right. That's well, exactly Ken, only right. Thing is, only thing is Portia actually wears worse clothes than I do. I don't know about that. It's close. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think that's the, yeah, that's the well, I mean, that. Harry has also been around some high end gays, so he knows he knows how to get him in, in and out of these right. situations. Uh, mm. Absolutely. Joel, the funny thing is I asked on a separate text today. I said I was asking Sal, Megan and Harry, who who would you be? Who would your character be? Because I was like, I know I would be Albie. That would be my character for sure. Yes, for sure. And, no and, and Sal said Harry's would be Salvatore. <laughs> the, guy, the guy who they kept moving around from the pool in the front desk. The pain in the ass, the flirty pain in the ass at the desk, right? <laughs> yeah, no question about it. But you bring up a good point. <laughs> Portia maybe is Portia's maybe right too. I mean, that's, I that's, like the ending. Parlay kid, did you like the ending? I thought it was pretty good. It was, I also it made was forty dollars up. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I just I don't I don't think the show is the award winning type of show that maybe everybody else makes it out to be. Yeah. Um, so I, I was satisfied with the ending. Um, not totally surprised at at it at all. Um, we did a draft. It was me, uh, Megan Connolly, and Brother Bry. Harry was supposed to be in it, but it, it, he didn't get um, he didn't get any service at that crap facility wherever the Coyotes play. So he was out. But we did a draft, and I had Quentin as one of the bodies um, that was going to be found. So Megan and uh, Brian paid me twenty dollars. Thank you. That's good. Yep. Yeah. I can't make Smart. money off of football. I had to <laughs> had to do that uh, somehow. But anyway, pretty good. There will be a uh, season three. There you go. You should just parlay the charges with Lucia screwing over Albie, and it would have been a lock. Hey, mm. Jimmy Kimmel Bowl this Saturday, Washington State, Fresno State. Now, Parley Kid, to your point about spending money on crazy stadiums and crazy payrolls, I'm going to say this. You may not be a fan of Washington State or Fresno State. If you're a fan and you're in the area, you should go. But this is a cheap ticket as far as SoFi goes. You can get in there for 35 bucks and get good seats. Get in there Saturday, 1230 Pacific time. Do it. Washington yeah. State, Fresno State, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. Are you Check and the family going, Sal? Uh, I do have some tickets, and I think uh, I think we're going to stop in there for sure. Yeah. Cool. We'll be in there. And then uh, it's up against, up against three. First of all, <laughs> it's up against three. There's three NFL games and there's seven bowl games that day. That was not a big bowl day, right, Bry? Last year, I think that might have been the only bowl, or maybe there was one other. Um, yeah, I think there was no. You know what? Because when we were at your place throughout the day, there was a couple, right? Was there bowl? Yeah, game? there was oh, definitely during a few that bowl. game. During, during that game, we were it was uh, Patriots Colts were watching in there too. Remember? Yeah, yeah. We oh, I knew that. Yeah, that's close. But yeah, there was a few. I think there was two or three that day leading up to it. There's yeah. seven on Saturday. Wow, I didn't know seven uh, bowl games. Unless I'm wrong. No, yeah, no, there's no, that's seven. Probably right. Not, not that good. So anyway, wow. uh, Jimmy Kimmel Bowl uh, tickets on sale. Go get them right now. Uh, and that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for uh, Mikey Meatballs for 
the degenerate trifecta, and babyface Joel Solomon. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicap. Na, 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 na